pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Your number one source for all the league's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Justin Kenner with you here, and welcome to Season 3 of Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. I'm pumped that the season is officially here. I live in the best college basketball city out there, being here in Dayton, so I could definitely feel the preseason college basketball buzz, that's for sure. Every Thursday, we will be releasing a new episode throughout the Horizon League men and women's college basketball season. We have already released one episode this week as ESPN's Jordan Burnfield and I broke down the men's basketball Horizon League preseason poll. We also highlighted some of the bigger non-conference showdowns, such as Wright State at Louisville, Northern Kentucky hosting Cincinnati, and the Purdue-Fort Wayne Mastodons opening the season Monday night at number 23 Michigan. Our second guest this week is one of my favorite coaches in the league. He was last year's Horizon League coach of the year and is leading the Horizon League preseason number one, Purdue Fort Wayne Mastodons. Joining us now on Reach the Horizon, we have Coach John Kaufman. Coach, welcome, sir. Well, Justin, thanks for having me. Now, I am going to contest two parts of that introduction. All right. The first part is that you said taken over, um, and you didn't watch our league very closely if you say, if you say that from last year. Uh, I mean, that, that was a loaded league in top, uh, you know, at the very top where, I mean, it came down to you know, the last game kind of figuring out the regular season title and, and we had a tie obviously for it, but I mean, just five, six teams at the top, it was, it was a bear of a league last year. And the second thing is you can't say you're the best city in the country for college basketball when you've got one of our rivals <laughs> in your city. I mean, Fort Wayne's pretty dang good. And I understand you got the flyers, you got the first four, but, but, like, you can't introduce me and throw that out there, man. I'm on edge already. Well, to be fair, as I was saying that, I'm like, man, I really should have rethought that introduction. But uh, we're off and rolling, so there's no going back on it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, hey, you know, it's funny. And, I jo- and you're di- hey, you're throwing salt in the wound. Coach like, <laughs> hey, Nagy, man, he smoked us like a salmon twice last year, man. So, uh, uh, and they made the tournament when, when we were uh, regular season champions. So, hey, there you go. Man, you got me all edgy. I'm ready for the season now. Let's tip it off. You and I both. Now, you mentioned Coach Scott Nagy, you know, yourself, Horizon League Coach of the Year last year, Darren Horn with Northern Kentucky, Greg Campy, who's coached for, what, one or two years at the at the collegiate level, I think. I'm not. He's been around a while. <laughs> uh, I talked about this. Jordan Burnfield with ESPN, he, he calls all the ESPN games uh, for the Horizon League throughout the season. And we were talking about, man, just how the, the league just has seemed to strengthen up. You know, it's always been a top-heavy league, but now it's getting real middle-heavy as well. You talked about the balance and how tough. I mean, it took every single game last year to final uh, to finalize the, the final standings. But, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with now we're starting to get a lot of, you know, tenured coaches in the league. And there's been so much coaching turnover in the league for many, many years. You've been with Purdue-Fort Wayne for, what, I think going on nine years now. Scott Nagy's been around a while. Greg Campy, uh, you know, Darren Horn, a lot, and Coach Calhoun at Youngstown State does a great job. 
great coaches top to bottom, but we're starting to see guys who've been around a while and secure a program and get multiple recruiting classes in. It's pretty fun watching the league strengthen up, not just up at the top, but in the middle as well, and the additions of yourself and, of course, Robert Morris. It's been fun to watch the new blood as well come in and have success as well. Well, if you're calling me new blood, that's, uh, that's a compliment. I appreciate that. Uh, it was, it's been amazing how quickly I feel like my life turned from the, the young hip coach to the, uh, to the old <laughs> corn coach with my team. So, uh, I appreciate that. But, you know, I, I, I think, you know, kind of two, I think it was a big, a big step for us last year. And, and, and the way I looked back on that COVID year, our first year in the league. And, and, and I say that because of the huge challenges we had on our campus, um, you know, towards basketball um, that, that, you know, I, I, if, if you had success during that year, applaud it, but don't judge. Uh, you didn't know what was going on on different campuses with different, uh, you know, just protocols and different things like that and who was playing, who wasn't. And so to be able to, you know, keep our players after that challenging year, and that was a year we were the only team in the country that shot 50% from the floor, 40% from three. We were second a field goal per, uh, effective field goal percentage to Gonzaga, yet you know we were at the bottom of our league until you know tournament play and won a game and so forth. But then to keep those guys turn around last year, um, face some adversity in non-league um, due to some injuries, and then just kind of figuring it out with a new point guard, um, you know we turned it up and played really well. I mean February. You know, we don't lose a game in February. First time I've ever done that in my career. <laughs> I'd like to start stacking those Februarys, but like that, that that's exactly what you want is playing your best basketball coming into the tournament. And at our level, that's all you can ask. And then you, you roll a die and you try to put the best basketball out there and, and, you know, get one, you know, your one bid with 11 teams. It's a challenge, but to do that in year two for the league and to flip after year one, after that COVID year was really, really special. And then, Third, just to get these guys back. Um, you know, we had seven of our top eight back. Um, you know, I think that that was really special, too, and a tribute to my assistant coaches who do so much relationship building behind the scenes and, and caring for our guys and just really good culture. So excited about where the program is, and I appreciate the young compliment. Or what would you call me again? I'm gonna, New I'm blood. This down. New blood. New blood. Yeah. Okay. I'm writing that down. Coach New Blood is a uh... <laughs> – there you, uh, you you mentioned COVID, and it, it's always a word I, I just I hate hearing anymore. But you know, do you sense like a rejuvenation and just the excitement at practice and the preparations for the season? Because this is the first time in a, a couple years where there really are no restrictions. There's really no outside cloud kind of lingering over the you know the the season. You know, in 2020 we were lucky just to get that season in. Last season it was there was a cloud kind of hanging over the college basketball season heading in. You know, there were still some you know uh, big numbers out there. This year, it just seems like it's a, it's a return to normalcy. Do you sense that? And, and just, again, just more a little more excitement with less distractions with everything going on? Yeah, you know, there's just so many added stresses um, all around from, from that side, from your, you know, your family life to, you know, your coaches' families' lives to your players' lives. And then all of a sudden, who's going to be cleared to play? I mean, we opened up at Michigan, and that was a game last year that, uh, you know, got canceled. Uh, due, due, due to COVID tests uh, right before Christmas, um, and so yeah, I do I do have that feeling that that you know we're, we're we're moving past. But I'll tell you what, last year was was awesome because 
you were so close to what was so challenging. And, you know, every time you got together with your guys and you were, you know, unmasked and, and uh, <laughs> getting to play the game and, and do things a little bit more normal, like it was such a breath of fresh air. Um, you know, we play so much basketball now with our summers and our springs, our falls, you know, to where it seems like ages ago from a basketball standpoint. Um, but I, I do reflect often, you know, how have we gotten to where we are with our, our roster and our relationships and our culture. And, you know, a lot of that is attributed to how we, how we managed things three years ago. Um, and, you know, I didn't like it when I was in it. And, you know, I, I chose maybe a different priority path going through that than, than maybe some other people did. Um, and I think it's paid dividends in, in a really healthy locker room and, and, uh, and coach's office right now and excited for this next year. Coach, obviously you always have confidence in your program and your players and, and you, everything you do is for your program. But when you know you get these 17 first-place votes in the Horizon League preseason poll, I don't know if I'm about to get coaches speak and say the preseason polls don't matter, but you kind of get that, uh, that, that recognition from your peers in the league. I mean, how did that feel when that, when that poll came out? Obviously, you always know you have a great team, but to see that, uh, I, I guess, just the, the recognition from the rest of the league and media as well, what was that moment like for you and your team? And obviously having to balance that with expectations. You don't want it to get to your team's head, but at the same time, you want them to feel proud about that accomplishment. Schmidt. What was your reaction when that came out a couple weeks ago? Well, it's it's last year's generation that that accomplished that, and so it's tribute to the generation before this group. Um, it, it 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 is something that I think we do take pride in because you look at last year, um, and I had a lot of confidence in our group last year, and I felt like we could compete for a championship. But we got picked number nine. That was a respect in the league or, or and I won't say disrespect, but that's just where we kind of fell out in the second year in the league. Um, and, you know, I knew we were really good. And so within the, you know, two years in the league to garner that sort of respect, um, you know, I, 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 I appreciate that from, from our league coaches um, towards our, our program and our players. Um, but you're exactly right. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll sound like uh, Charlie Brown's teacher with my wah, wah, wah. You know, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Uh, you know, right now, I mean, and everybody, this, this new transformational basketball with, you know, some of the movement and guys eligible right away, you don't have to sit. Um, you know, I, I have no idea what some of our rosters have. I know there's really good coaches in our league. I know I, I, I've heard through the grapevines that people have loaded up in some places. I got no doubt it's going to be, you know, a huge challenge this year to, to finish in the top of the league. All right. Uh, you know, a lot of times non-con, you put some opponents in there to kind of ease up for the, you know, prepare for the uh, Horizon League season. But man, uh, you got Michigan, as you mentioned just a little bit ago. Uh, Juwan Howard and company, number 23 in the country right now, uh, according to the preseason polls as well. Um, you know, you've got Northwestern. I mean, you've got a very tough non-conference schedule. What's your philosophy on putting together a non-conference schedule? I know every coach is different from time to time, but, like, you know, do you like to load it up? Obviously, it's a pretty heavy non-con this year, a couple Big Ten teams in there. Your philosophy on the non-con uh, scheduling, of course, and uh, how difficult it can be at times. Well, I think it's got to fit with your team. Um, the challenge of that is that, you know, oftentimes you're scheduling two, three years out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I looked at it two years ago knowing – um, that this would be a, a group of experience that I, I, I saw a bright future in three years ago. And so I, I, uh, I scheduled the Cancun Challenge, um, not knowing exactly who we'd play, but knowing it would be a competitive field. And, you know, coaches don't really like to relinquish um, some of the control over their schedule. But 
to be able to reward our guys on a trip to Cancun, a tournament that I've heard really good things about coming out of COVID, um, you know, with a group that would have, you know, potentially four super seniors. I was excited about that. Um, the other piece to that um, is, you know, we do have four super seniors coming back. Um, obviously, you know, Jared being, you know, Jared Godfrey being yeah. our, our, our returning first team all league player um, who's been in our program five years, you know, has a chance to, to break John Conchar's scoring record with that extra COVID year. You know, it was one of those things where we talked right after the season. And, you know, just like many guys, that, you know, you talk to high school coach, he's got 12 power five offers, nine or eight in the top 25, you know, and it's this sort of mess of what, you know, what are your, what do you want to do with your future? And, and kind of looking backwards, you know, we use the John Conchar story to where his junior year going into his year, he could have gone to grad transfer to Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, anybody, anybody would have taken him. I mean, he was, he was freakish with his efficiency, his numbers. We tested the waters in the NBA, had uh, 17 different GMs or, back, or front offices tell us, hey, he, he's, he needs, he's exactly where he needs to be. He's comfortable. You play a style that's like the NBA. You know, he's putting up efficient numbers. Stay. You know, the only thing is you need to make sure you schedule really heavy early, and then the eyes of the NBA will be on him, and then they'll chase him around. And how easy is it for us? Because you get to come to the Coliseum where you got the Mad Ants, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's a, a G League place. It's easy to chase your guys that schedule heavy. So, you know, a, a large part of that schedule is due to these – these four super seniors and you're trying to get them some exposure, trying to challenge them. And then also like, like, you know, let's prepare for the top of the league. I mean, you know, you talk about, you know, us having some guys back, but uh, you know, uh, Northern Kentucky, I mean, those guys are absolutely loaded up, um, you know, and, and, and there's going to be a number of challenges. So we, we got to put a tough schedule out there to prepare. All right, John Kaufman, last year's Horizon League Coach of the Year, head coach of the Mastodons, Purdue-Fort Wayne, of course, tied with Northern Kentucky in the preseason polls heading into the 2022-23 season. Coach Kaufman, I appreciate you being one of our first guests on this season's edition of uh, Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Coach, best of luck. You're one of my favorite interviews. I love your energy. It's no wonder why your players love playing for you. Thank you so much for your time today. All right, thanks, Justin. Appreciate you having me on.